Breaking news. Sudan agrees with rebels to remove Islam as state religion. Peace deals include bold pledges on religious freedom. But much work remains to transitional government after three decades under Bashar's strict Sharia law. In signing successive peace deals with entrenched rebel movements last week, Sudan drew upon the legacy of Thomas Jefferson. The constitution should be based on the principle of separation of religion and state. Read the text of an agreement between the North African Nations Joint Military Civilian Transitional Council and the Sudan's People Liberation Movement. The state shall not establish an official religion. The Declaration of Principles further cements Sudan's efforts to undo the 30-year system of strict Sharia law under President Omar al-Bashir, during which Islam was the religion of the state. The agreement was signed in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, four days after a more inclusive peace deal was signed with a coalition of rebel groups in the Sudan Revolutionary Front in Juba, South Sudan. The Juba Agreement established a National Commission for Religious Freedom, which guarantees the rights of Christian communities in Sudan's southern regions. Sudan's population of 45 million is roughly 91% Muslim and 6% Christian. Open Doors ranks Sudan at number 7 among the 50 nations where it is hardest to be a Christian. The U.S. Commission of International Religious Freedoms interpreted the agreement even more widely to protect the rights of all Sudanese people to practice their religion of choice. With a stronghold in the southern Nuba Mountains within the South Kordofan region, an area with a significant Christian population, the held out of the initial peace deal specifically because it did not guarantee the separation of religion and state. There's no equal citizenship's rights there's no distribution of wealth. There's no equal development in the country, one rebel leader told South Sudan in focus. There's no equality between black and Arabs and Muslims and Christians. But now including most of the major rebel movements in the western Dorof region and the Sudanese south, democratic transitions can continue with national unity. Following months of popular protest, Sudan's military overthrew Bashar's in April 2019. An interim constitution, which notably omitted reference to Sharia law as the primary source of legislation, was signed in August 2019, established a ceasefire and a six-month window to achieve peace. Negotiations began in late 2019, and in February 2020, deadline was extended. Autonomy is granted to the southern regions of Blue Nile and South Kordofan. Darfur, which had been split into five regions, will be reunified under its own governor with a special revenue sharing agreement. Rebel parties will receive 35% of government ministries and 75 seats in the upcoming 300-member transitional parliament. Individual militants will be incorporated into the National Army. Sudan is currently led by a 11-member sovereign council, with one member a Coptic Christian. Currently, headed by a military figure, a civilian will take the helm halfway through the three-year transition ending in 2022. 
with new elections. Since conflict erupted in Darfur in 2003, and 300,000 were killed, with 2.7 million displaced from their homes, thousands were killed. In the south, since fighting began in 2011, the civilian prime minister had already implemented significant changes. In September 2019, Sudan and the United Nations agreed to open human rights offices in marginalized areas with significant religious minorities. In 2019, the public ordered law used to punish individuals, especially women, in non-conformity with Sharia law was repealed. In July 2020, the Miscellaneous Amendments Act repealed the apostasy law, ending flogging for blasphemy, banned female genitalia mutilation, and permitted non-Muslims to drink alcohol. The government additionally disbanded church councils used to control Christian congregations, declared Christmas a national holiday, and stated it is working on a uniform law for all religious worship. But there is still much to do. Noted that the promised compensation claims for churches destroyed or confiscated during Bashar's reign had been held up by bureaucracy. It called for full repeal of the blasphemy law, which still stipulates a six-month imprisonment. And much work is necessary to reform remaining Islamic imprints in the jurisdictionary and ministry of education. Despite earlier hopes, Christianity will not be introduced for the first time in the national school curriculum. One pastor has complained that compulsory Islamic education sometimes results in the forced conversion of Christians to Islam. And following the July repeal of Sharia-based measures, thousands of Sudanese rallied against the apostasy government. Sudan has witnessed several failed peace deals in the past, and significant hurdles toward full religious freedom remain. But Christian leaders are hopeful. People here prefer to be cautious, said Tobe Trill, Catholic Bishop of El Obed, capital of northern Kordofan to the Vatican's news agency, but it is very important that a signature has finally been reached. We are all very happy. Thank you for listening to this update on Christian World News and another fascinating insight.